Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I am excited to be here with you today and to share some thoughts around relationship with self. What do I mean by this? It is your relationship with you. We are always focused on relationships that we have with other people, whether it be our children, our spouse, our in-laws, our family of origin, like whatever it is, we're always looking at our world and the things external to us. And this episode, I really want to focus on you and the relationship you have with you, because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The better the relationship you have with you, the better the relationship you will experience with others. I'm going to say it again. The better the relationship you have with you, the better your relationship will be experienced with others. It is so amazing, you guys, how this works. And so the relationship that you have with you is critically important. If not, the most important relationship to really work and build upon. And I know that just even saying this may turn some of you guys off and want to shut this episode down, but I want to encourage you to just stay with me, to open up to what you might hear today that might ring true for you based on the experiences that you have. So let's just talk about this today. We all have busy lives. We all have the lists of things that we need to accomplish and going a million different directions, especially if you have children in your home or grandchildren or whatever it is, we're just going a million different directions. And that is part of this life experience. And putting on top of that, all of the competing priorities. Because depending on who you're interacting with, what's needful and important for them may be different for someone else. And it's like, ah, overwhelm we can get into very easily. And I think we'll talk about overwhelm in another episode, but I want to continue on relationship with self. In the craziness of life, there's so many things to keep our brain occupied of all the things we got to do, all the things, okay? Laundry, cleaning, grocery, budgeting, um, finances, working, providing, nurturing, like all of the things, serving, right? You know, how are we giving back to our community? There's just so many things that keep us occupied that we might be neglecting ourselves. And this is where I want to start. Do you notice you throughout your day? Do you even notice you? Do you acknowledge you or do you neglect you? 
Think about it. Are you always busy running around and trying to manage what other people want and managing other people's emotions that we're not even aware of what is going on with us? Maybe we think if we notice us or acknowledge us, we might be selfish. Or it might just be that I'm not that person. I don't have circumstances in my life or situations in my life that I can spend time to even notice me. Or maybe we think it's just easier to flat out ignore you. All of these things might be going on. And this is how you're going to know whether or not you're acknowledging and noticing you or neglecting you. What is the relationship with you? And it starts with this self-awareness, really understanding and appreciating your emotions, your strengths, your weaknesses, your thoughts and beliefs, like really notice them. And I'm going to say the word again, appreciate them. What do you mean, Lindsay? Appreciate my weaknesses. That seems kind of counterintuitive right? I know I used to have these thoughts like, oh, that's not a good thing. Therefore, I should just give up, not try and move forward in my life because I'm just weak in this area. But when we can truly appreciate our weaknesses, I'm going to share with you, it allows and opens you up to experiencing where others can strengthen you. My husband, I'm going to share here, is I, I really do believe he is a very creative person. His level of creativity goes well beyond my own. Okay, I'm very logical, kind of matter of fact type of person. So it's really the creativity. I sometimes struggle. It's a weakness of mine. But guess what? Because I have some of this awareness, I can so appreciate that natural skill set of those that have creativity. It complements me, and I know where I can turn when I'm wanting to strengthen that muscle for myself. And so, yes, appreciate your weaknesses because you'll also be able to appreciate those in other people's as their strengths. It's a beautiful thing, but it is so important to notice your thoughts. I think I've shared this before and I'm going to share it again, but what beliefs are, are patterns in our thoughts. It's the way that we've done it. It becomes automatic that it becomes a belief, but it's just a well-practiced thought. That's what a belief really ends up being. And so it's so automatic. It just, it just, the thought comes in and this is what it is, right? So just start noticing some of this in your world. When you do, you'll start noticing how your thoughts and beliefs impact you, your world, and all those around you just by noticing. So how do you become more self-aware? In order to truly know yourself, there's four things I'm going to share with you today. It starts with one, you have to be honest and true to yourself. What do I mean by this? You know, it's not always easy or straightforward when we're playing all sorts of mind games with ourselves, which we do. Okay, this is just part of the human brain. So it can be really hard to discover what's honest and true for you. So you have to start by peeling back the facade. I know I've done this, you know, I put on the face. It's like I've shared in my own story of, you know, just going to church and plastering on that smile and the facade of happiness right? When really I felt like my world, my marriage, my relationship, my parenting, like was all just falling apart around me. 
but I was putting on the face because I was concerned what others might think of me or my family life or what was going on. And let's be real. I didn't want to be honest with it, even for myself. So living this imaginary um, life, it felt better, even though it didn't. So we got to start peeling back the facade of what we're putting out to other people. We need to admit things, things that you don't want, things that you do want. Like we got to start admitting to ourselves. let alone let's talk about relationship and share things with spouse or children. We got to start with honesty with us. We need to start being real with us and give yourself compassion for where you are right now. Everything is subject to change. We can see how much the world has changed over the last year with this virus, right? So everything is subject to change. And so when we can show up and be compassionate with ourselves for where we are right now, it opens us up to be curious of what's possible for our future. Here's the other thing. Number two is we need to let go of all of self-judgment. Well, at least as much as possible right? Our brain loves to judge, judge ourselves, judging others. It's just, it's part of that human brain wiring, but we got to start noticing it. What are some of the self-judgment thoughts that we think? I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not tall enough. Whatever it is for you, your hair color, like all of it. Are we looking at ourselves and really accepting you for who you are, where you are, and your own natural tendencies, just looking at it and working on accepting these things. This can be hard and even confusing because we have this ideal picture, this thought of what it should be or should look like of ourself. And so we're always trying to strive to become that, that ideal. And it is so important to understand who we are when we're not trying, okay? Like really looking at some of your defaults. Get curious about this person that you are. It's even interesting when you can um, notice and start challenging some of your thoughts of what you think. Here's number three. Take time to reflect and just notice at the end of your day. I'm going to tell you guys, journaling is a wonderful thing. It can be so useful to write these things out. Write your thoughts out on paper because I've shared this with my clients. We do this in our my coaching program all the time, but it stabilizes the thought because your brain will just continue to go on and on and attract all these other um, similar thoughts. So it's so important if you can write it to paper and really stabilize the thought and notice the emotions and the actions you take from that place. Without taking the time to really reflect, you won't be able to identify really where you want to improve or enhance your own life. Not that anything has to be improved or enhanced, because I promise you guys, this is one of the things I'm saying all the time to the people I work with, is you're enough right now. You are absolutely 100% enough, whole, complete, lovable person right now. It's the thoughts that you have, those self-judging thoughts that are creating a different experience for you. So we got to start asking ourselves: is it serving? Number four, it is important that we train our mind. 
I, I tell my kids all the time and those that I work with is we need to stand guardian of our mind. We need to start noticing the thoughts that we have and what the emotional response is. Where does that put us on the upward spiral or on that downward spiral? And really be more conscious in what it is we're thinking about and how we're living our life. To really think about all the things, whether or not you're moving in the direction that's true and right for you. This is the other thing. When we're working on our mind, the stuff that's going on between our ears, we get to decide if we're living that default mode, which I'm telling you right now, that's the automatic. It's what you're doing and how you're showing up without thought. It's automatic to you and how you respond. Or are you working on living your life by design, which means you're creating it. You're deciding it. You are the agent, the person in the driver's seat, which you always are. I'm going to just say it. You always are the person in the driver's seat of your life. The way you feel is all what you create based on your thinking. So you get to choose if you want to live your life by default, how you've always done it without the conscious effort of of deciding or by design, really being intentional and purposeful with what we're creating in our life. And ask yourself, I'm, I'm constantly doing this in my own life. Am I showing up in my life the way I want to, that I actually want to be? I don't know about you, but when I'm upset and I'm angry and I'm yelling and I'm frustrated, it doesn't feel good. And the actions I take from those places isn't my desire. It's not where I want to be. And so when I can slow things down and really get present in my current moment, I can be more purposeful in my actions and in my thoughts to align with who I really want to be. But here's the thing. We all have aspects of our ourself that we may not like. I don't like the yelling mom. I don't like the frustrated wife. Like it's just not who I enjoy being in those moments. And yet that person still surfaces throughout my day. There's times where I show up in those ways. And then it just continues to reinforce like I still have this place in my life where I can continue to work. And I don't make me wrong. I don't go, I I will tell you, I used to, (laughs) when I was doing this work and really trying to improve my life and owning my happiness and being able to have more love for me and for those all around me. Like I, I really would get angry at myself and go, ah, Lindsay, why did you do this? You know better. You shouldn't have, you know, and, and I'm beating myself up instead of having compassion for the human that I am who, guess what, does things imperfectly. I'm not always in my on my on game, my design game. There are times where I still have these default things that surface and come up for me. And this is where I can hold compassion. I'm doing the best I can in each moment that I'm living. And when it's not the ideal for me, when I'm not showing up in what I what I think is the way I want to experience, then I do the repair work. I'm going to tell you, you guys, I am awesome at repairing my relationships. Uh, yep, I'm giving myself kudos on this. Um, and it's not me in a means of bragging like I'm better than. It's just I've done this for so many years now. I'm much more aware and being purposeful in the life I'm wanting to create. And so I have become amazing at repair work and repairing relationships because I'm imperfect. 
And it gives me this opportunity to practice more, to continue to be intentional and having the compassion for me and allows me to have compassion for others and love people for where they're at. It's a beautiful thing, you guys. Okay. So those are the four things that I want you guys to really focus on for this next week, which is your call to action. Be intentional. Take the time to reflect, to notice you, pay attention to you this next week. Even if you're doing it at the end of your day, if you can do it throughout your day, that's awesome. But if the only time you feel like you have is at the end of the day, reflect, take the time to notice, evaluate what it is that your how your day was and what kind of emotional responses you were showing up in. And from that place, what actions you were taking, just notice. This isn't about changing. This isn't about making it different. This is all about just noticing because as you notice you, you will be able to improve the relationship you have with you. Okay. I hope this serves you guys. If this is resonating with any of you and you want help doing some of this work, you want a relationship coach to really help turn the chin and guide you through some of this, because I promise you this. No one's giving you answers because you have all the answers. You really do. But sometimes it takes the time to really tap in and trust and cultivate more of that within you so that you have that confidence that you want in how you're showing up. So if this is speaking to you and you want support and you want help with this, schedule a call. I have a free consultation call to really see if coaching is the right fit for you. I would love to connect. I hope you have a great week. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.